0: Annie Bozu, bonjour, and hi everyone. Welcome to Hyphenated, the Mixed Mama Life podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Lynn, and I'll be giving you regular doses of life as a mixed race mama to be. Reminder that you can follow me on Instagram at The Mixed Mama Life and make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on any episodes. I'm currently releasing new ones every Friday, usually in the mornings, although this one will be later. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a review. Thank you very much. All right, this week, episode 12, which is diastasis recti, and pity parties. So that is a mouthful, and I'll get right into it. This week was rough. So tough, in fact, that I didn't think that I would be releasing an episode. I am 38 weeks pregnant. I have another week of work left before some time off, and then mat leave whenever the baby comes. I must say, thank goodness I'm working from home, as I would not have been able to get ready and then drive 45 minutes to an hour to get to work and then work nine hours and then drive back home. (laughs) Like, none of that would have happened this week. I barely made it through my days while sitting at my desk just outside my bedroom door and like 10 steps from the bathroom. And I sat all week in my pajama bottoms. I, you know, some days I didn't have even have a bra (laughs) and I made these like homemade belly wraps with old shawls and part of like a baby carrier, just trying to manage the pain and the panic was for real. For those who might not follow my stories on social media, I wrapped my belly because I'm getting pretty big and I'm in pain more specifically i'm talking about belly pain caused by uh, diastasis recti which i hope i'm saying this right but who knows which means basically that my ab muscles are separating and it's the actual separation of like your six pack muscles that are in the front of your stomach so yeah it's uh, it's great <laughs> i will refer to diastasis recti as dr cuz well it's a mouthful and if you've listened to Uh, My other episode, all about English being a second language, you've probably guessed that I've had to practice saying this term. So yeah, DR it is, or separating ab muscles from now on. I was finally able to track down a proper belly or baby wrap on Kijiji, actually on Wednesday night. Since it's not an essential thing apparently during this lockdown, uh, and ordering it online. You never know when it's going to show up these days. So yes, I drove 35 minutes to do a porch pickup to pick up this belly wrap. I must say it was very nice house, uh, that I got to, um, to pick it up. I'm sure <laughs> the lady, Oh my God, probably had a laugh because here I am struggling to get out of the car. I'm waddling over while I'm holding my belly, like physically holding it with my hands. I'm wearing these old sweatpants and running shoes and a cardigan over this oversized t-shirt. But anyways, it was all worth it. It was $20 and it was worth the drive and gave it a quick wash when I got home and was good to go. Then I actually hit up YouTube, so thanks to YouTube for a tutorial on how to wrap this belly of mine for you know proper support. And I must say the relief is good. Uh, Tylenol helped to take the edge off the first uh, few days, but I don't like taking meds, and I'd rather feel what's going on and not push it than mask the pain and potentially cause more damage. Or so I thought, anyways. Um, so I haven't taken any meds now for three days another thing I did was book a virtual appointment with a pelvic floor physiotherapist since the one I'm seeing uh, in person is on vacation until next week like worse timing (laughs) I also have some worries that maybe baby P will come before I get to see her and we were supposed to talk about the whole labor and pushing and breathing and exercises to practice all of that So yeah, I booked with another pelvic floor physio, but it's one that she only does like virtual, uh, virtual appointments online. Also, it just happens because you're running out of room and you know, your baby or babies are growing. Yeah. It's just something that happens. Most women don't really notice it apparently and their muscles, you know, go back to whatever they were before or pretty close on their own. sorry. And it can take months or even years to go back. And I mean, from what I've heard from other mamas, this, this seems to be true. Others like me can experience pain and can experience various degrees of separation. Um, Some can also separate in the upper stomach or just around the belly button or the lower area or everywhere from basically top to bottom. So far, mine has been in the upper stomach area and around my belly button, so let's hope that's all I get. Regardless, I can apply some pressure or hug a pillow or wrap my stomach when it comes time to pushing during labor if I feel discomfort due to the separation. Also, since my uterus will be doing most of the work, Let's hope I wouldn't have to actually push until the end. And by then, let's hope again that it goes smooth and fast as possible. Here is where I need all of your good vibes <laughs> for a good labor. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be working on breath work and trying to keep my pelvic floor open and loose and make sure I'm pushing properly, which, oh my goodness, I feel like it's like multitasking, trying to like, Relax one part, but flex another. And yeah, it's it's a whole ordeal. We also chatted about different laboring positions and brought up some she brought up some good points to Um, discuss with my midwife at my next appointment, which is tomorrow or Friday when you're listening to this. My appointment with her was reassuring. So this is with the uh, virtual pelvic floor uh, therapist. It was reassuring and it made me a little more confident even, you know, with the DR and with everything that's going on with my stomach that I'll be able to do this. I know I'm not the first and I won't be the last, but it's good to hear from an expert or from others all about it. Another thing that helped was all the moms that have reached out to me, telling me about their own experiences with DR and their recovery as well. Also their labor and all that. So it's true that every pregnancy is different. Like the stories I'm getting are from one spectrum to another. It's unreal. And it same goes with the recoveries. The recoveries are all kind of different too. So, I mean, I have no clue what I'm in for. I guess no one really knows. But thank you, mamas. I appreciate it. And I feel way more confident approaching delivery day, even with this stretched out belly of mine. <laughs> oh, What an, an eight, like a 180 that it's been or that I am now, even since Monday. Like it's been a roller coaster of a week. And earlier this week, I was in pain and anxious and worried and still working and taking calls in between like bouts of crying. Like I was a mess. I was crying over the pain, but really it was more just about being scared and that I was doing more damage because I mean, the pain was bad, but it wasn't like enough to be crying. I think it was just more the anxiety and, and just like the fear and the unknown. Yeah, probably the unknown. (laughs) I also thought that maybe I did something wrong and that, you know, it would cause issues for the labor and that I wouldn't be able to push my baby out and then started worrying about not trying to go natural. Oh my God. It was just like, it was, it was unreal. I was spiraling (laughs) with my anxiety. My mind did not stop, but I mean, when does it ever, but it was on overdrive. I was a wreck and I did my best to be okay in the evenings. Um, when Sean, my partner would come home, but then on Tuesday, uh, like everything just came out. I couldn't stop crying. My stomach hurt a lot and I wasn't able to get into like a comfortable position. Like nothing worked. Everything I, I, I did was like making it worse or felt like I was causing more separation. Oh man. So it lead me to like this pity party. Um, the floodgates opened. I was crying like a baby and inconsolable. I even had a good shower cry. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about here, ladies or, or men too, I'm sure. Then I even cried trying to get into bed because that's torture and it hurts as well. It was like never ending. Everything I tried to do was just compounding, (laughs) but I have to say my partner was really good and just kind of let me, you know, get, get it out and get through it. But he also tried to make me laugh and distract me, which is, you know, he's good at doing that also just helped me get comfortable like getting in bed and stuff like he was really great even though there's nothing much he can do he was there and he tried to support me as best as he could so kudos to him for that and I mean I wasn't alone so there you go we all have some kind of version of these parties for me it was sleep so I was like you know what this evening is just shot and if I cry till I go to bed then I cry till I go to bed and then tomorrow's another day Well, I woke up Wednesday still in that funk from the night before and I knew I had a big day, um, a big work day, and I had a whole bunch of calls and video calls and meetings and my mind was just anxious and sad and it was just, it was a crapshoot in the morning. I knew that wasn't going to work for me. So one of the ways to get out of a pity party mood is to do something. I got up and showered again, I wrapped my belly as best as I could, and thankfully in between my sobbing the night before, as I said I was able to find that Kijiji wrap, and I actually went and picked it up on Wednesday. So after my this this day that I'm talking about on Wednesday, I had planned to go pick that up. So at least it was something to look forward to that I would get, you know, proper a proper wrap and proper relief. So I did that and then I was teary like going into my first meeting but then I made breakfast and I pet my dog and my mood seemed to change a bit just because I was kind of like distracting myself and then once I got on the call or in the meetings I had lots of distractions and things to focus on. My work is really busy right now so my anxieties or worries kind of you know seemed to kind of go away for a bit. Then on my lunch hour, I was able to book with that pelvic floor physiotherapist. Thankfully, she was available the next day. So that was like super encouraging. And it it kind of brought my spirits up a bit more. I also asked other moms questions about their labor and or their pain during the pregnancy, like dealing with DR. So thanks to social media, it filled my lunch hour. <laughs> um, doing all those things actually shifted my focus from the doom and gloom mood that I was in into something productive and more positive. I also didn't take any medication that evening and the whole night um, to see how I was feeling. And it was a tad more bearable. After work, I drove out. I got that belly wrap, as I said. I wrote questions that I wanted to ask my midwife and also the pelvic floor physiotherapist. And I was just, you know, taking it easy and looking forward to the next day. Although I still had anxiety and worry about the whole thing, I did feel better and I felt better that I had done something about it. I knew, you know, answers were coming. And from listening from others' experiences, you know, that it wasn't all that bad and that they got through it and they were able to deal with it would be fine, (laughs) that I could probably still labor the way I wanted to and all that. So remember that having a pity party is a choice that you make but it's also a choice that you make to get out of that self-pity party mood and to take action. Any action, even small, can make a big difference and build momentum into feeling better about yourself. And if you keep that good momentum going, you'll see more positive things and just be in a better mood all around. But it all starts with that one choice. Even when you don't really want to, which is why I set that timer or the cutoff for myself. I knew that I, and it would not have solved anything either. So yes, I pulled up my big girl panties and faced reality and made choices and took actions. Another thing I've sort of mentioned above is the distraction. So this is another thing that you can do when you're in that self-pity party mode. <laughs> this can come in many different ways, so you can blare music or put on a movie or even watch um the news, which I mean this can bring you down or make you feel or make you feel better because you realize that you don't have it that bad after all, especially watching the news these days. But for me, it was work. I, I only have about a week left. I finished next Thursday and I have a lot of things to get done for the transition, for the person replacing me and all that. So it was a great distraction for me. Another thing that can help in this pity party mood is to talk it out with someone or to write it down. So, get that old diary out or just start writing whatever comes to your mind, or sit down with a partner or call a friend and vent, you know, tell them you need to get this off your chest and that you're anxious or worried about, you know, whatever. And then have a verbal diarrhea moment if you need to. (laughs) Once it's out and discussed or written down, you should feel some relief. Last thing I recommend is to move. So, whether that's taking a walk, doing some stretches, go for a jog or a run or a full-on sweaty workout. Whatever it is you choose, just moving will create endorphins and all those feel-good hormones and it'll help sort out those emotions. It'll also probably make you look at the problem or issue causing you to feel so sad in the first place differently you might not see it as all that bad after all. And time does help with that as well. So distracting yourself or moving, you know, does create time, uh, hence feeling better. And I mean, if anything else, I've had a good cry during a run as well. There's nothing more cleansing. And by the time you're the run and the cry is done, like you're done. I remember being just done. I have no more energy to worry or cry or do anything anymore. Plus you feel accomplished that you got a run in. On that, I miss jogging. Now that we're talking about all this workouts or I'm talking about all this workout stuff, man, I miss it. Oh, and I can't wait to get back to it once the baby is here. So wish me positive and early labor vibes. I'll get an update tomorrow from the midwife. Hopefully things are moving along. For anyone listening, I accept any advice that you might have on how to kickstart my labor naturally. I've heard plenty, but I'm curious and always open to hear your suggestions. So hit me up on Instagram or leave me a voicemail on my anchor link or email or whatever. Um, I want to hear it. If it's people that I know, send me a text and thank you for listening. <laughs> so I'll leave you with that with this week's episode. It's actually pretty late Thursday night and I still need to upload and do all the editing and all this. So hopefully I get it in uh, on time, but it probably will be later on Friday. As usual, if you're still here, miigwech merci and thank you for listening have a great weekend and week ahead and unless i go into labor this week